Doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dog. It's Caffeine Morning Show. Smooth DQ Nice Portion, what up? You know what I'm saying? This how we, you know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred raps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like Swiss beats, I push keys. Don't forget I'm from Watsi. I deliver. No DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Portia will tell all the girls he fine. But he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> You, I got you. This is how we do. Caffeine Morning Show. AM Caffeine Morning Show. AM Caffeine Morning Show. It's your boy DOC. Smooth D. Uh, yeah. Young Free, our official, unofficial DJ. And of course, uh, Marlo J in the building. Yeah, baby. Hey, I'm Captain Show Crew was up in here. What's up, everybody? Salutations. Why everybody sounds so like somebody died? What the hell? No, no, I was going for sexy. What's up, man? Oh, okay. This fool said, What's up, man? <laughs> hey there, buddy. Hey, buddy. Marla, you going for sexy? Let I'm me get going se- for sexy. Bring the music down. Let me see you sitting. Let me hear sexy real quick. Hello, buddy. How are you? That's definitely not sexy. Okay, that, what was, about this one? that was terrible. Okay, I got another one. I got a better one. I got, a better, I got a better one. I got a, how about this one? Huh? I'm, I'm put, trying to put more H in it. Yeah, just do something. Hello, everybody. Is that one better? No. That's, that's Mar- Marlo, you, that right no, there. No, you was about to say it was better. No, I, it was better, but you wouldn't get it. I couldn't give it to you like that. Give me somewhere I can give it to you. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh. <laughs> now, that's how your breath stinks. <laughs> wow. That was very hot breath. Okay. AM, it, it, it's it. over with. You're not Go back to the drawing board with that one. Come back I in mean, a couple just weeks. Just keep on the bodysuit and don't say anything. Just keep that on and then. But they can't see me. Or can they? All right. <laughs> uh, AM Cafe Morning Show. And follow Marlo J on social media and you can, you'll can you get a gander what she works with. Yeah, yeah, get a gander. Baby. AM Cafe Show. Um, Like I promised you guys uh, on Friday. Today, uh, my special guest, or our special guest, someone I've been trying to get on the show for a minute, man. Um, I've always said this with the comedians that have come on the show in the past. I think that being a comedian is the hardest job in show business. I I respect comedy so much. And um, our guest today, to me, I consider, and I know I've heard him say this in the past, and you know, doesn't consider himself on a legendary level or anything like that. But the things that I've seen Joe Tory and where he's come from, and I'm talking about like when I, besides Eddie Murphy, but then like the next generation of, mm-hmm. of comedians that I really liked and right. I really paid attention to, Joe Tory was one of those guys. Yeah. He was just so in your damn face. And never held any punches um and a real cool guy man my dude in the building joe mother effing tories hey. what it do what it do so yeah before we get into this i just have to i have one joe tory story oh my god everybody got Rat some roll. joe tory stories so <laughs> <laughs> a couple years back i um was general manager of a nightclub here in Hollywood, uh, here in LA. <laughs> and we did a karaoke night every Wednesday. We oh, had a right. live band, and <laughs> folks would come up and do karaoke. And Joe was the host, along with uh, Ade Lamar from 102.3 KJLH. So I don't know what happened this one night, but the sound guy, <laughs> for some reason, felt like he wanted to heckle Joe. And Joe was actually being cool, kind of like, you know, cool out, you know, trying to just keep the program running. And dude just kept getting fly. And when it was over, Joe was about to tear his. I'm talking about Joe was in his grill. And what made it worse is that Kid Capri was <laughs> Joe had about three or four of his homies that really was like, if Joe's scrapping, we all scrapping. Wow. And I was like, Kid Capri was going to F this dude up. 
And I Joe was like a pit bull. And the dude was so scared, like he didn't even want to. I think he may have he hid into the office, and then he would wanted to call the police. Oh, and wow. he actually was the one that made it to that level. Jeez, and please. Joe, have you always had that kind of temper, or is it just someone no, someone pushes no, you? No, no, no. You see, you know what happened? It wasn't the temper; is that he cut my mic off. Uh, As the sound I, guy, because he tried right. to jump on me, and then when I crushed him, he, he shut your mic off, mic so, off. so you couldn't come back at him. And it, it was just saying bullshit about right. my family, about this. Right. Oh, wow. So Gary Payton, my brother, he was saying disrespectful shit. Right. And my wife was all in there, and, and I so think I, your brother was I, I there crushed, too. Yeah. So he's so it was like, yo, what you doing? So I was like, okay, you don't cut the mic off on me, right? Because you the sound man. Okay, cool. So so it was it was your you know so you, it was you guys. Dude, that's about to get. Uh, yeah, prime. prime, prime, prime yeah, he was a buster. He was a buster anyway. Prime, yeah, Smokey yeah, don't like prime. Yeah. prime. Security is about to jump on. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Security, hilarious. remember, security is about to fight security <laughs> for protecting. You him. will, <laughs> you will very, very rarely hear me just not like somebody. Yeah, Smokey is not a fan of DJ no. Primetime. Yeah. Primetime, you almost got that ass handed to you that night by by Joe oh, Tory, Kid Capri, and Guy Tory. Hilarious. He would not come out that booth. He would not leave. He would not come out. And and the security would let me in the booth. I said, I'm just going to talk to him. Yeah, Yeah, Joe said, I'm just going to talk to him. Let me just talk to him. With these hands. He's on the other side of the car. Like, go on now, Joe. No, he was still in the club. <laughs> Joe Tory, what's up, man? So how you been, Joe? You been out here doing movies? Yeah, uh, man. Galore. What's going out on? Out here, man. Out here producing, man. Making it full circle. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I, you know, I had this thought in my head, you know, to come to Hollywood as a kid. Uh, and, and now he's a comedian, as an actor, you know, as a writer, and you know, as a producer. And now I'm doing things, man. You know, I'm just creating my own work and creating work for people. And do you like producing? Do you, you, you like that I aspect it. of it? I, I love being able to control... Um, the aspect of uh, of an economy, right? You know what I'm saying that I can put people to work, I can work for myself, and I can add content, or I can put something on the shelf, right? So that's that's what I like about producing. I'm able to produce, right, something that the public needs, which is entertainment, right? And with these films, how does it work in regard from the financial? Part of do you have to go and raise this the money as well? Is that part it, of your it, responsibility? It depends on what the project is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people come in with a project and you know, uh it's either something homegrown or I'll take it and I'll try to make it Hollywood. So you gotta take this out, you gotta put this in, then I'll bring my own people on so we can do it. You know, because you know, to sell something you need, you know, you need it's gotta be a good story, you gotta right. have stars, you know, you gotta have, you know, uh it's gotta look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's gotta be in the right, you know, uh the right genres for kids or for horror or for comedy. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta mean something. Right. So you, you put all them together, man. I've been doing this almost thirty years, so that's that's not hard to do. Right. So finding the funding sometime is just finding, you know, people that are out here in Hollywood now. You have, if you had to go somewhere else, yeah. But out here, I mean, you know, everybody got a red camera and, right. and, and, cool and <laughs> right. looking to work. Right. Right. And, you right. know, so it be, it becomes a, you know, sweat equity. It becomes an invested project for everybody. Or it's, or it's an opportunity for somebody to have their first chance to do something. Right, so right. You still get paid and it's still like SAG and it's still that, but it ain't Spielberg money. Right. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? But it's something to build your library with and it's still something to work with and play with, but it's quality. Right, right. You know that's the so, most important yeah, thing. And, and that's the most important thing, but it's it's done in Hollywood. Right. So, you know, so to me, it's uh, I'm finding a lot of little gems a lot of little pearls, a lot of little diamonds, man, in the rough of Hollywood coming out here, man. And today is a lot easier because, you know, like like Oprah said, you know what I'm saying? The time's up. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? People, your time is up. It, it's And that just went for women. That was for everybody, man. Take you know, notice. Take notice, man. You know what I'm saying? You, we don't have to, you know, sneak in and break in and go through the same door. You can create your own door. Right. Can I just say this really quick? Jordan came in here with the face of a seventh grader. The face of a seventh grader. I'm saying, <laughs> with, with, with some gray mad, hairs on my goatee. He's got a goatee on a seventh grade face. You look mad young. Like, oh, thank you. I'm do not, you well, have not, a regimen? I'm 52. Yeah, you yeah, have a yeah. regimen. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. saying, that's important I, I, to know. I delete, I delete the BS every day. Hey, that's, that's what it is. That'll do it. That'll yes, do it. it. And, and you got to get it out certain ways, man. I'm, I'm married 16 years, three kids, you know, uh, private school and all this other stuff. And I'm staying on the road. So I make sure I get to the gym. You know what I'm saying? But that's the gym everywhere. Spiritually, mentally, physically. Uh, you know, sexually. I'm a Libra, so you got to balance that. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> right. So, you know, so you got to get your sex on. You got to get your workout on. You got to get your me time and your meditation on. You know, I get my smoke on. I get my kid. I, right. I, I stay happy, man. Right. Let's keep it moving. So I think that's the key. Joe, how, how many, um, if you wanted to, could you work every weekend? 
I do work every weekend so, if I and, wanted to. And, right. <laughs> no, I have but, to take off on weekends. So the, the, so it, the, the offers and the opportunities for you to do stand-up is still like it was, and you can work yeah, constantly. Yeah. That, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's mainly why it was hard to come here, because I'm on the road somewhere every weekend. Right, right. It, because, of, you know, the different, through the years, you just could get more titles. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, I'm not just a comedian, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I speak. You know, I, I speak in Northrop. You know what I'm saying? I do, you know, I do executive shows, corporate shows, mm. host different things, I golf tournaments, or I just go speak to kids. You know what I'm saying? Or I host big variety shows with James Taylor and Lionel Richie. Nice. You know, and Diana Ross. You know what I'm saying? But then I'll come to the hood and I'll host, you know, right. hood stuff. The hood or stuff. I'll go do my own improv or my own, my own thing. Or I'll go on tour with my brother. So there's so many different hats that I can wear. As far as being a comedian mm-hmm. that I just fit into now, now that I'm an OG and I'm right. a legend, yeah, you know, and you know, I'm sort of a, a conversationist now, right? Yeah. Um. So, like you said, Joe, how long it's been? I, I got out with LA in '89. In '89, so was that 27, 27, almost 28 years? Mm, wow, <laughs> 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And in your Get heart, because I, I, you know, you've grown up in a in a few different places, but yeah, you, yeah, would military you, brat, right? Would you right. say that Missouri? Missouri, St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis. Is that is that what you really hang your hat on? And, and yeah, you, right. I say St. Louis put the seasoning on me. See, put put that Lawrence on. Put that Lawrence. The little lemon pepper, put that paprika. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you get back? Say what? How often do you get back? I, I get back Louis? a lot. I get back a lot. But you know, um, I was born in Virginia. Right. Newport News. Yeah. My father was in the military, so we all mm. base babies. You know, my brother was Fort Ord. You know, so we, you know, we spent up time in, you know, Oakland. So that's why I'm a, I'm a diehard Raider fan. Got you. Make, you know that I mean? makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> so then, and I'm a Ram fan too because I came to St. Louis, but I'm a diehard Raider fan. And uh, and then we moved to New York. We were in Seaside, California. Uh, lived in Virginia, South Carolina because I'm a mother from, from Mississippi. So we kind of bounced wow. around, mm-hmm. especially when my mother left my father for like a while. He came back from Vietnam tripping. Right. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. You know, choking people in the middle of the night drinking. <laughs> They come to get us. I, t- I talk about it on stage. It's like, yo, dude, you, you know, we at home. We, wow. we, right. You know, we ain't, we ain't the prisoners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, my mother left her. She went from uh, Seaside, California to Jamaica, Queens, New York. Wow. Was there a, was there a meeting with Dad? On the, on, with, on the trailways. <laughs> trailways. You know how long ago that was. Good Lord. So, Joe, when that happened, was there a conversation with Dad or y'all just broke out? My mother, my brother, my mother broke. She had enough of that. And and my little sister was like six months old. So mm-hmm. he was just vibe. She had to get away from that. You right. Know, you know, you know that, uh, that post... Army stuff that they yeah, talk about yeah. sometimes it's true, and you can't shut it off. Right. Sometimes you come home, you know, take your teeth out for two weeks, and you know, and play with the kids, and then go back to war. You know, I say that as a vampire. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay. what I'm saying you take your teeth out and come home, play with the kids, or put your gun got up, it. and then you know, two weeks you got to leave, and then you got to go back and kill people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Right. You know, the kids and farted on you, and peed on you, <laughs> threw crap on you. You know, what I'm saying your wife on the period, you can't get you nothing. You like what the hell? Right. Bad timing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Um. So you don't go to have you don't ever go to St. Charles, Missouri, by any chance? Oh, yeah, St. Charles ain't nothing. Yeah, St. Charles. I'm from the roughest part in St. Louis. I what mean, part? Wellston. Yeah, right yeah, so he's from yeah. is from St. Louis. Wellston. I grew up right out of where, right out right side out right there. <laughs> It's, spent, it's like the pit. It's like the middle of St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. It used to be the downtown, the best stuff, but it's like where. You, you know where everybody passed through. Bad meets evil and goes. So St. Charles is like the county. I know. I was with, there with Cedric and Nelly and all of them. They from the county. I'm from the hood. Speak on it. Oh, so so where I spent time. So where I spent time for six months in St. Charles. And, and the county means suburbs or night schools or pretty girls. It wasn't the hood. It wasn't like yeah. You come. Uh-huh. Your you toy's gonna be there girls. in the morning. You got a nice house. Right. You got grass. So the jail yeah. that I stayed in for six months wasn't that rough. In St. Charles. I'm, I'm, yeah. Are you out your mind? Come on, man. You had, you got slippers in the bathroom in the couple <laughs> meals. No, Joe. The guy. The guy in. Twelve. Charles, I mean, in cell twelve, he killed his wife. I thought I was like in a rough block. I'm I mean, not well, from hey, there. I ain't been locked up, but jail is jail. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're where, never where, like wherever you kill somebody, you got to go to jail right away or something. But that ain't prison, right? And, and no, I didn't do. I didn't do Charles, prison. Charles, I, Charles ain't definitely 
downtown or no city jail, brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Right. Not with your flashy, glossy, smooth <laughs> skin. Hey, what? You what? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they didn't come that, at me in St. Charles. They, they didn't, didn't come right at me. Away. They didn't right away. You went from St. You went from these parts. What? Your teeth. You got from around these parts. So... Uh, when did you when did you when did you start to hone uh, all your comedic stuff? It was when did you realize you know I am I am funny separate from just like I can do this as a career and on stage? Well, I always wanted to do it. I saw it when I was little. I used to watch um, you know all those. So Sammy Davis Jr. was my first like should I say uh, hero and star? He's the only black person on TV back in the day. Back in the day, and could do the every Como shows and was doing everything. This fool, this fool did not yeah. say Perry Como. Perry Como. You wow. got. You, you have no idea who Perry <laughs> Como is. No Why? Yeah. OG. Yes. Yeah. But I'll be yeah, but, 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 yeah, Google Perry Como. Old yeah. school legend. But, but Sammy was the only black dude like everywhere. That's right. why I said it. it yeah. was like But he was everywhere doing it. Flip Wilson, and he would do everything. And I was like, man. And I grew up. I was gonna be like him, but then I knew I I ain't that, I ain't that talented. Right. <laughs> I can sing a little bit and dance, but, I, but that he, dude's a beast. Play drums, yeah, play drums. He was uh, great with piano. the with with, with doing guns. He, he was a tricksman. Insane. He insane. did magic. He yeah. just was all over the place. And he been working since he was four years old. Right. So uh, so, so Sammy Davis was the one that kind of helped. Yeah. That kind of yeah, and it was him that you know you you kind of find your route. Yeah, like I want to be inside that TV. Right, I, that's what I want to do. I want to make people laugh because everybody gathered around. Then that was family time. Uh-huh. And when he came out, that's when everybody laughed. Usually right. they had Lawrence Welk show. Right, you know, had shows with the with, bubbles, the family show. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, the bubbles. So you had to pay attention to the black people. Like what? Right, is it Nat King Cole? Yeah, Flip Wilson or Sammy Davis? And that was it. That was it. That was it. So you looked, you look, and I was like, I want to be like him, man. I try to be like him. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. But, you know, but it, they, you know, you you grow and you switch it up. Then then it was OJ. What? What? Yeah, yeah. OJ because OJ, OJ was, was only, everywhere. On the OJ other was, black, OJ was running through the airport and right. all of the movies and, and was accepted and, and, and by he was accepted, accepted by white well, folks. When you saw a black dude that was like, yo, he's on TV he's, and he ain't getting shot. Yeah, <laughs> he get right. beat up. He got a suit <laughs> on and he's he still alive at the end. Well, <laughs> they ain't killed him yet. You know what I'm saying? They tricked him off. Right. He ain't doing You know, it was like, yo. Right. And they, they even let him slap a white woman back yeah. there on that. What was that one show? He was, uh, the, uh, was it Naked Gun oh or something? No, not Naked no, Gun. No, before that. Just before it was a, that. It was he some kind of drama. Yeah. Where, you know, yeah. Yeah, on TV. I was like, man, they, they, they like, really. Oh, he right. He's like, that? I can stop oh. the one. I'm going to take it to the next level now. Come on. Now okay. I know why he says he's not black no more. Yeah. You smack a white woman on TV. He didn't want to do it. They made him do it. Like, come on. OJ, get into Come character. on, Juice. Get, get he, the character. He got really Tap used into to your ancestors. He got used to it. stupid. You know I'm a mobile mom. Okay. Um, nah, OJ's the best actor of all. He's been fooling everybody for a while. Right. Uh, <laughs> Give him an Oscar. <laughs> honorary. Honorary Oscar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what year... So when, in St. Louis, did you started? Did you start doing stand up and little gigs there in in St. Louis, or when was like kind um, of your first stage? Well, you know, my first stage was like uh, I say it was Boy Scout camp. Boy Scout camp, yeah, because you didn't show? have it. Yeah, talent show, so uh-huh. you had to do talent, right? You had to tie, do this, do this. So I was like, so my brother and I, my older brother. We always wanted to do be like Abbott and Costello, you know. We want to because we always watch that stuff on, you know, Arthur Saturday. Costello or the Marx Brothers or the Marx Brothers, yeah, yeah. You know, all of them came on on Saturday. Yeah. Elvis and then he was like, "Whoa, yo, all this comedy." Uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke. So we was always trying to do those type of skits. Yeah, and um, we would do them at the Boy Scout shows. People would do all corn. They was like, "Well, who doing?" Nobody would be doing comedy, right? So our troupe would always win because we would make up skits and do stuff we ripped off from Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. <laughs> and put our own black put your own twist put on our own it. Black twist on it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got to high school, it was the same stuff. But then it was like Bill Cosby and then Dick Gregory. Now I got older, I started learning about all these black people, Moms Mabley and uh-huh. Cosby and Dick Gregory. And you start studying then Lenny Bruce and Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, oh, whoa. Right. Oh, this is something so, real. This is, yeah. These are, I started reading up on them. My, my mother was a school teacher. Right. And my father's mentor. So we had education and discipline. So. It was like you ran about something you like, and my stuff was always entertainment. How much they made, where they start, you know, and where they got to go to get it done. Right. And it was like I used to read about Bob Hope had all this, you know, real estate, and he was so rich, and he had, that, and it was like he was a businessman too, and just he I invested his money, and I used to be like, oh yo, I'm gonna flip that up. Right. You know, and it was stuff like that. So that those 
lanes kept me, you know, more enthused about getting to Hollywood and then just not being a star, but after, you know, I become famous, how do I, how do I become the mogul? Right. So I, I've always been on that goal. Right. I always knew I was going to be a star. You I always knew I was going to be famous or be successful because there's not nothing I never said I wasn't going to do that I haven't done. Right. My father wasn't about that. My family wasn't about that. You say you're going to do it. Do you it, better do it. it. Right. Or don't waste the time. Right. Because you, you know, because you know, I'll choke yeah. your ass out. You already <laughs> know I'll choke yeah, you out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, back back then, you black. I'm, I'm a 65 baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm 52. So you know, you you either had this, that, or the other. Choose a lane, make it work for you. Great, you blow that opportunity. That's on you. Somebody right. else gonna be in your spot. Right. So I make sure nobody can get my spot. Right. Um. So you get to L.A. When you come to L.A. When you finally get Man. here in Hollywood, did you know anybody here? My, my brother was here. My older brother. He was a. Uh, he was a second. He was a lieutenant colonel. And got it in college, so he had a little job. I was staying out in Torrance. Had a fiance, so I slept on this couch for like three months. That's only that's only what I do. I, you know, some people you think you know, but right, you know right. your family know. But you get out here, and they, man, they like, oh, I ain't Joe, and my brother's fiance was marking down the calendars on the month, like when I'm a guy. <laughs> <out. laughs> and I and I worked. I didn't hang around. I got here, got a job at Electrolux. Where I, I, drew, Electrolux. I came out here with three hundred and fifty dollars in my pocket. I had a 75 AMC Hornet I paid $350 for. Right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I got a job right away as a manager trainee. I was like, what, making 30 k a month? What? You thought yeah. you was killing them. Killing them, man. Yeah. I, but it was like manager trainee. And I was like, cool. And it's Electrolux. And I didn't know I was going to be selling vacuum cleaners like door to door, knocking on doors. <laughs> so you were selling some. Vacuum cleaning shampoos. Oh. <laughs> but, but it was great because I would go on stage and talk about it at night. <laughs> right, right, right. But right. I learned the neighborhood Hawthorne and Torrance. And that's when they had the Thomas Guide out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> come on, Thomas Guide. Come on, Thomas Guide. Thomas Guide. King, dog. Hey, you know what? The thing about the Thomas Guide, the Thomas Guide wasn't the easiest thing to navigate through. It had all the graphics. Lines, you're like, I don't, what the it, hell? Because if you didn't have updated one, you right. ended up on a cliff somewhere, like, <laughs> knocking at somebody's door with a shotgun. Right. Like, what the? I came to get your vacuum cleaner. Get your black vacuum <laughs> Out in Orange County somewhere. I used to be out in yeah. Seal Beach and wow. everywhere, man. So you did that for how long? Uh, <laughs> so I found out it was like some pyramid crap. <laughs> the pyramid scheme. Well, yeah, I did it for like maybe three months. Because uh, I, you know, I first got out, so I was slipping. My, I was doing that in the day, and then trying to find a comedy club at, at night. night. Going to Comedy Act, driving up to Hollywood, going to Long Beach, doing the Red Onions, right? You know what I'm red Onions, <laughs> whatever onion. they had variety of comedy or whatever. I was going Mexican, white, black. I, yeah. I'm funny. I ain't know it was lanes, right? I didn't look for. You black just say I'm funny. I don't care where it is. I'm well, funny. It's comedy. Comedy yeah. is comedy. So right. it's like, yeah, I, you know, I looked. I'm trying to get on Johnny Carson, right? Mm. <laughs> I'm funny. It. I should be able to get on Johnny nah, just yeah, like yeah. that. So, you know, I need white people. Once you got black on Johnny, people. it was over, right? Yeah. So that was my lane. Looking at so I was. You know, walk. I had holes in my shoes, knocking on doors all day, then going on stage at night and talking about, you know, the lanes, the five and the six lanes in the highway and where right. I come from. And that was funny until I saw Robin Harris. <laughs> and you just like, I'm not that funny? Then it was like, hey, this is a different type of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> so the first time you saw Robin Harris, where was that? Oh, man. Uh, at the Comedy Act Theater. I tried to heckle him. He made oh. me feel like, oh. You remember that Fred Flint? Because I was good where I come from. I mean, I come, I'm the heckler. Right. You don't want to, you don't want you know, everybody know. Yeah. But nah, that it, that was the wrong move up in that one. That was like walking in a saloon full of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> full of the wrong, a saloon full of uh, cowboys and you an Indian. Right. <laughs> and you, yeah, where that punk cowboy right. at? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh-uh. Like the whole room was against me. I felt like Fred Flintstone. Remember when he, yes. Fred, when he shrunk down and a little bit in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a friend who put me on blast because uh, I went to school with his sister, and she was living out there. So he got me in the club, and he had Robin. He, we got a friend from St. Louis. This is my old boy. Man, he said he want to be funny. He talking about yeah, oh yeah, he, he trying to get up here. And I said yeah, shut your bladder. I tried to. And everybody to, looked at me like, like oh, oh. <laughs> boy, you done, you done effed up. Next thing you hit me with so many shots, dog. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> I don't even remember getting to my car. Wow. <laughs> I, think I, I just saw people's shoes as I walked under the table. <laughs> <laughs> 
out. out. I was like, oh my god, I hope they remember me though. <laughs> what what was the uh, what was the next time you saw him after that? Because you, oh, you became best friends, friends right? after that, right? I mean, he never he didn't remember that. I was gonna say he didn't remember him. that. Yeah, you know, Robert shoot everybody up in the head. Right. And he was like, you know, yeah, I'm just another casualty. Right. <laughs> right. On his grill. Right. A bug on his front windshield. Um. But no, but he. But I used to sit back and watch though. That was. And how and we had the same style. You just create, man. I don't have a stop and a point, this or a punchline. It's just conversation. Yeah, it's like a jukebox of jokes. Right. You know what you want to hear. If I feel like talking about this or that, and that's what I say. You become a con- conversationist. Watching masters like that because he used to come pick me up, man. When he first got his little money, uh-huh. his little you know five he had a 5.0 drop top. <laughs> oh, that used to be the joint out here. Right. Right. A 5.0? What? Drop top, but that, yeah, AG knows. Yes, yeah, man. 5.0. Yes. I mean, yeah. he, I mean he, took, he, took, he bought me my first pair of $100 shoes. Wow. You remember you know what, what they were? On my birthday, yeah, some some little lizards from downtown. They tow up in about two months. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, yeah, well, you have to skin. It ain't real, is it? <laughs> So we did a garbage district where he get coffee at and he, I was styling. I was like, oh man, it was cool, man. Um, yeah. Have you found any um like in your in your journey and you know I know people a lot of people look up to you as a comedian. Have you found any of them that you've brought in under your wing to mentor? I mean, like any up and coming young ones? Yeah. Or the ones I, that 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 I put oh, either. in. You know either one. Jamie Foxes and the Oh nice. <laughs> and, the, and the he was he, the Steve's Harvey's and the how about Justin I used to be the comedy mechanic. So I was you back in the day we did we weren't intimidated by each other. We would help each other. Right. To write jokes and figure out and have troops and do that. Do you think so, it's like that know, now or it's, no, it's, it's, not, it's not, not like that, that now? No. Well, sometimes Kevin is, Kevin Hart helps his guys out. Yeah. He's getting back like that. Yeah. You got to have a lot to do that or, or you just got to know. But back then, you know, I was like, I'm not intimidated by anyone, no comedian, because you don't play the same songs I do. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? I'm a right. drummer. You, you, you play the piano. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, and I used to tell Jamie back in the day because he used to just sing and do impersonations and almost like Tommy Davidson, but I was like, you got to come up with some jokes, man. Because mm-hmm. if you come by, you got to be able to come behind Tommy. Tommy sing, do impressions, doing, jokes. Doing impressions. Do At one time, Tommy Davidson a, was, uh, I haven't oh seen him God. in a long time, but one time, Tommy Davidson was a monster. He's still a monster. He, I, did, he got, he don't, he can, he got, he's so gifted. It's like, you know, as a comedian, you can, if you, if I could do all those things, some people just make, you know, he can do impersonations. Right. He can just tell straight jokes. Sing right, you right. Understand? He yeah, do yeah. He dance moves. He do a beatbox. I mean, he, he got the full package, right? Man. He'll, do, he'll do a whole scene on you, man. He used to show up at my door in New York. We stay in the same hotel and just do a whole like five scenes of a uh, of a um, what's the movie Denzel one? Glory, right? And do, do, Denzel, and do, the do all the characters, thing. right? And it'd be funny, man, and put his stuff in it, and it's like watching live theater, right? And that's what you know. What I'm saying and that's. Kind of what Jamie was kind of morphed into. Yeah. Jamie's a frustrated singer, so right. <laughs> Back in the day, I say he just a frustrated singer, though. <laughs> for real. That's what he was, and and a great you know impersonator. He's running around doing everybody impersonations, yeah. People. And he didn't really have an act, but you know that's why Ray Charles was great because he can do that. He yeah. can do impersonations real great, right? You know what I'm saying? It's same thing. That's why people are entertainers. Some people are clowns. Some right. people are impersonators. Some people tell jokes. Some people are just comics. They don't tell stories. Yeah. You know, like the Conan O'Briens and, you know what I'm saying, Jay Leno's. They tell jokes. Mm-hmm. Right. Comedians yeah. tell stories. stories. Right. Yeah. And um, once you find out who you are, you're comfortable, you know what I'm saying, you're able to go in every genre with, you know, with all your bag of tricks. Right. It's like, you know, it's like being a point guard. You got mm-hmm. handles, I can dunk, I can shoot, I got the three, I got the whole package, baby. What you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think, aside from your, you know, as you get older, of course, you experience different things, but what do you... uh has your comedy changed from when you started oh, yeah, to now? And in what way? Because I remember, and I know you're still like this, but I can remember around the deaf comedy jam time. And at one point, you know, you were a host. Like, you were so in your face. Raw. Are you still? Is, yeah. Are you still <laughs> as Are you still it, it as raw on, it, as that? It, yeah, it depends on where you're at. And saying if it's a late Saturday show in Detroit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no choice. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to hear no soft shoe joke. Right. We want that old joke, Tory. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? They smoked out, drunk, and they want it. I ain't got no limits. I can do an hour, two hours, and change. I can float, yeah. 
uh, I go there. Right. But then there's also, you know, you got to remember, I can't, you know, it's so, it's so you have to be, because um, I'm a brand now. Back then, I didn't care. Uh-huh. And I was trying to find myself. Right. But now you have to be worried, you know, you have to kind of worry about uh, people, you know, gays, Jews, time out, this, certain stuff you approach. Especially if you're a brand, you're gonna lose certain sponsors. Right. You know, if you don't, if you don't know how to cleverly articulate, you know, put that into a funny situation, and mm-hmm. that, and that's, you know, that's when you become clever. Right. You know, what I'm saying not to hurt, not to harm, but you should have some jokes about uh, this stuff without hurting people. Right. And that's why I've grown where I care about, you know, because now I got kids, mm-hmm. and I got a wife. You know, what I'm saying I got son, and I got mother, and I got companies, so I don't come as hard as far as, and if I do. I do it on a point where, you know, it, it's going to mean something and it's changing something. Right. Instead of just off the cuff. Right. Because I used to, you know, just because I was single, I used to talk about you didn't single give, stuff. Joe, I'm talking, you didn't give I a didn't damn. Care. You didn't give but a I damn. But I had a lot of lesbian presidents, uh, casting directors, producers come tell me later that, you know, they, they didn't they didn't give me the job because of the because fact of that. Because of that. Right. It was because I, you know, and because I was single in the way I talked about women. Right. Or where I talked about being single and how you know women try to get over on you, but her whole point was, well, you just disrespecting women. I can't believe everybody was laughing like that, and she was so offended that right. they were laughing, almost like Corey Holcomb, right? You know, uh-huh. like, right? You know, it's, it, yeah, you like I don't want to laugh at that, but it's funny. <laughs> but it's funny, <laughs> right? Oh, right. God, so right. inappropriate, right? But I mean, but then she found out, and oh, she's like, you're not that guy, right? You're nice and you're kind, and we became great friends. But it's like sometimes you gotta you gotta kind of know, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know. Now to answer your question before, um, I don't have a time now to like groom young dudes, but people ask me and come up to me, you know, I, I, the little Duvals and the DC Young Flies and the people that I know that will listen, right? And that really have uh, you know a, a place to go in this genre. Yeah, I always talk and give people notes all the time, every week, everywhere I go, because I'm young comedians are coming up from women to guys to black or white. So they, you know, they ask me, and I, and I I'm a mechanic, man. I will tell them what you need to adjust because you know. World needs doctors, man, and you know, comedy's you know is a is a great healer. Right. Um. What was your first acting job? What was the first time as an actor in Hollywood? In, in Hollywood, yeah, w- with a movie that we saw. Not like, hey, put that chicken bone down. Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, it was uh, the last. I don't know if you saw. I was an extra in it. Uh, the last. Uh, the first one was the the. Uh, I think the last penitentiary three years ago <laughs> with Jamal Hamaka. Wow. <laughs> Wait, Jamal penitentiary, but not the with movie penitentiary. Not, not with penitentiary Leonardo Kennedy. Yes, yeah. the last one. Wow! <laughs> I'm so happy to get that wet, sweaty hundred dollars out of Jamal Hamaka's pocket. Hilarious! Because you didn't get paid that way. I was an extra, but you got like twenty nine or thirty or forty two dollars. But he was hundred dollars a day. Dude. And I said, we got to go, Mr. Like, I want to be in it, but he, we had, y'all can go. We do with y'all. And he, and he just, oh, we got to pay y'all yet. And he was sweating. And he, 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 just, <laughs> he had like, man, like 20s and 100s. You know, and he was he's wet and greasy. And he uh, uh, $100 out of his pocket. I was like, oh, my God. Did so, so you at least give some craft well, services that like is No, we got craft services, but I mean, that's <laughs> what I remember. Penny, penitentiary 3. Penitentiary 3, the last one. What was um, the first big check? I th- yeah. I, and, and, I, either big check or well, the, the first time like you... The first big check... You had well, a they, role. They, you had a role. Speaking they came role. In, they kind of came in the same way. Uh, same time. But it wasn't a big check because I was incorporated. So <laughs> they snatched all of it. Right. Uh. <laughs> like, yeah, for like Poetic Justice and Def Jam. I mean, I got my first Def Jam check and it was when I took over for Martin. Right. And it was like, you know, Russell was like, you need to get incorporated. Right? I mean, I had like... After... Agent, the government. I was like, I, I thought I made, you know, <laughs> right? You know, like about forty miles tax, forty thousand more. They was like, not, not if you single and you this and you die and you. They took everything, man. Wow. So I was like, okay, that was gone. So I started learning about that, and then um, and then poetic, poetic was my first. Big so show. poetic justice. How much yeah. you get? I mean, paid it was twelve for, weeks. What did you get paid for poetic justice? Was um, it, it was it, it wasn't like a scale thing. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, I think Janet got like a meal. I think Pac did you like, au- did you audition? Yeah, but I audition, yeah, audition. But you know what? Um, I guess sixty fat. Okay. Um, um, no, um, I auditioned, but John Singleton saw me in um the comedy act theater. Okay, doing my little stuff, and uh, Mike Tyson was in there, so he said I was gonna put you in a movie, and I didn't know who he was. 
He's a little corny, little nerd back there, you know, <laughs> right. by the bar. Yeah. And he was, like, watching me do my little improv stuff. He said, I'm going to put you in the mood. He's always, I'm going to put you in the mood. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, whatever. Who is, who is this dude? You know right. what I'm saying? Everybody was saying those stuff, you know. Everybody was talking smack back then. When I first met Russell Simmons, he was drunk, slobbering. Somebody <laughs> gave, me his, gave me his number, and you know, and I threw it away. Tell me, who was this drunk dude? And they was like, that's Russell Simmons. I, I wouldn't try to find that number. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Russell? You know what I'm saying? Crush move. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was all that stuff, and then I didn't see John again until Robert Reed had one of her uh, her famous little little little, yeah. little uh, barbecue. Right, right, that's right. She was she still always living, has still great when gatherings she still living now. Off of La Cienega, okay, around, you know. So I was living around the corner from her, and uh, she was dating Ronnie Tanksley, who was Robin Harris's valet, who was you know my you know handshake manager. So he right. was dating him. I can get you Robert Reed. I can get you. I'm like, who is Robert Reed? And he was right, like, she's I'm like, man, she's doing all these movies and stuff. So. So she, I was in the right movie, in, in the right energy for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when I went over there, John was like, oh, man, I just finished shooting Boys in the Hood. And, and I just come from the audition of Strictly Business. With Tommy, right? Tommy was in with Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Davis. Davis in. They wanted Martin, but Martin, you know, Martin... Martin was feeling himself. He didn't have a good reading. <laughs> right. And, you know, he, and I think he wanted Tommy's part. Okay. And uh, the lead, and they weren't giving it to him. So, right. So he went in. I think the part that I had, another part he wanted. So. Right. And I just went in and killed him. So poetic justice. You killed poetic justice. I yeah, was yeah, sure that was, you. I'm telling you how that came about. Right. So John, he used to see me with my countryness. So I'm from St. Louis, but he thought I was from Chicago. Uh huh. <laughs> so he knew it was the Midwest. Right. So he came up with that name and the country wow. name, little tight stuff. He was, you know, so right. he was like, you know, brushing my hair. And, and we used to hang out in Atlanta a lot, um, getting to know. I did because I was in the Remember the Time video. Right. So uh, he was like, man, you know, get to know Regina King. You, you know, want to remember the Time video? Yeah. 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 I was trying to think. At That's what when I was huge, man. That's when I was like two oh five. I was me and, I'm I'm with Tiny. I'm I'm the big dude. Oh right yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yes, yeah, yes, I was, yes. I was, big. I was still trying to play for the Raiders back then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so John was like, "Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm put you. I'm gonna put you." In. And he was shooting that stuff. So um, yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that that was a nice that was nice. So I was hanging out with John, and he and I used to have working on my waves. So he's right. always you know, hey, you always brushing your hair, you're always brushing your hair. Trying to get my waves tight. So, so he kind of yeah. So when he. <laughs> So he kind of worked that into the character where it was like my lioness blanket. Because I was always, when he see me, I was always trying to be in the mirror, brushing my waves. I'm like, my wave type, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was, so he. It seems like he built he the was, character around you. He did, he did. Yeah. He That's did. pretty he dope. Yeah. 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 Um, how was it on set the first time you met Janet Jackson? Um, hard. Literally? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I not in a mental way, <laughs> in, a, in a physical way. Right? <laughs> no, no, you know, I was, I was in all everybody, man. Um, right. Just about because my Angelo was on the set, and a lot of people was coming through. But Janet was real cool. Janet made it real cool for everybody, man. She was the most professional. Uh, she was real cool. Just coming to trailer, talk to you. She was just, you know, she didn't, she didn't have that. Movie star, get the fuck away from, excuse me, get away right. from me type of vibes. Yeah. This was, you know, she's really down to earth, man. She used to come to the shows and at the Maverick Flat. And, really? And, yeah, man. She came, saw me do my comedy at the Maverick Flat. She came down, saw Tupac at the Glam Slam with... Come on, Glam Slam. Down, down. Three, 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 um, and he had that place. He had like 200 people in that place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all know what I'm talking about. We, but we all were supporting each other. Right. Um, yeah, so. so yeah, um, yeah, but you know, I learned a lot from all three of them because they were the real professional actors. They all have been acting since they were like 12. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was just, you know, helping them with the jokes and making stuff funny. I punched up a lot of that stuff for Tupac. Right. Janet. Oh, yeah, especially when Tupac started going crazy. So that's How- a whole other story. How do you now with all the stuff with Tupac and yeah. <laughs> like? But he for was some, young then. He was young. You gotta understand. He was twenty at the time. He turned twenty one during the movie, right? So at that time, you know, I mean, come on, I got a son, twenty three, right? Right now, be twenty four next month. So he, he was eighteen, nineteen, twenty. But how yeah. did how did that feel? Like with just all this, you know, I don't necessarily say resurgence, but there's been so much, you know, in regards to. You know what happened to Tupac, and now you see all these li- these documentaries right, and just yeah, all, done, yeah, they and all this stuff. Like when you look back, you're like, "Wow!" Like I'm really a part of history, 
from working with you know such a we you know he was a, a, a icon then but what he right. became after that to have been a part of that mm-hmm. and like you said one of your your first roles that has to be when you look back like right. wow like look at what I did look where I'm a part of well I mean not only you know and not not to not to slight Tupac or none of that what you said but I just looked at on Facebook the other day I don't know I looked at something and somebody has a whole page of every movie I've been in with every actor from Larry Fishburne to Alan Payne to my Angelo they just was going back to Lawrence Hilton III to, right. and it was like and I was like wow I've been I've been, I, mean, I, I, I done did some stuff Tupac I'm teaching Campbell and I was like I've been I mean and it was just it, it just hit me right that was like wow you know what I mean I mean and I just seen him and then I was at John Singleton's 50th birthday party so it was like mm. Terry Crews and, you know, Shmore. And I was like, I had so many connections with so many people I work with. Right. And even even Shmore, Motives 1 and 2. You know what I'm saying? You, that's a... That's a, a uh, I'm familiar with Motives. You uh-huh. familiar with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you, have you seen Motives 1 and 2? Absolutely not. You got to check that out, man. <laughs> Vivica Fox. That's that's what made Rain I don't know. If, I don't know if the Vivica Fox is gonna make me go watch it. But <laughs> no, Vivica I'm Fox. I'm gonna watch it because of Joe Torre. Joe Torre, Shamar yeah. Moore, and Sh- um, Shamar Moore's definitely not no. gonna make me run to the TV. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you the name. But this is this is the this is the project that got Rainforest their their deal over with Sony. They uh-huh. start, got Stumpy Yard. They made all them Rob Hardy. And it was, it was a and, one and uh, two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was a one it, and a two. A one and two. And you were so, and, both and, we, and we were supposed to go to the theater. We were supposed to go to the movies, but we got caught up in a DVD deal. Oh. That's when Auto came, come, start coming. Right. So mm-hmm. now so now Will Packer. Right. <laughs> right. That's what, that was Will Packer. What? That was Rainforest. Wow. So that was, so they did Twa, Pandora's Box. You know what I'm saying? Then they went big and hired like Craig Ross to do uh, the first, you know what I'm saying, motives. And we supposed to go to the theater. It was motives. We see no motives. It was uh-huh. good. But, but they, you know, they did a deal, took the money, flipped it. It was good enough to come back and want to see motives too. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go check that out, boy. Okay, okay. I'm going to check that I'm out, check that out because it. of Joe Torrey. Yeah. But not only out. me. I mean, there's a lot of other people in it. So I but I don't care. Know. Joe Torrey. I'm so humble. Yeah, Joe Torrey. Um, so, with all that you've done, Joe, and where you are, what do you want to do next? Are you doing that doing now? With, doing you're now. doing that now yeah, with, the, with, the, with the with the producing. Yeah. Are you directing as well? Directing. Well, I haven't stepped out like full directing, but I mean, you know, yeah, kind of like spot directing and help. And and, and it's, it's different because the yeah. director is a director, right? But sometimes I just direct the, the actor that I told you, you know, that I hired. Yeah, like you know, dude, this is why I hired you. Dude, I hired you, right? This, this is what I want. He right. don't know what I want from you. Right. That's why I hired you. So quit being an actor and right. give me scruncho. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is what I had to say to some people. Hilarious. And, then, and if you know scruncho, that makes it even that much more funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's your roller skates? Did you bring your roller skates? You know no, but give me, come on, man. Right. Yeah, we don't want you to act be scruncho. Right. <laughs> That's why Damn, I some people you. don't want to tell me, so it's like, yeah, at that point, like, yeah, you're right. Doing, you're doing, you're doing. But, Hilarious. But to, but to, but to, no, I can't belittle the job of a director because that's a hell of a job. Yeah. So I haven't taken that on fully yet. But producing is cool though. So I, I produce five projects. The workout rumors is one, right? Which you helped me get the spot, Thank right? You. Yes. I, you know, you, you'll see it, man. It lines up. I did in the do film. that. Joe Torrey called me one day out the <laughs> clear blue. <laughs> Doc, well, we, I, I need a venue. Are you still at the venue? I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm working on this, you know, this movie, and I need a venue. And I was like, you know what? I think I know somebody that I could hook you up with, and I hooked them up, and they, it worked. Yeah, it worked I, out. I called and asked you about the venue we used to do. We, exactly right. And, and I was, was like, like Joe, yeah. I'm not there anymore, but but I know this, a spot. I know some spots. Yeah, you know. So it was like Mavericks Flash. We were trying to do that one because I needed it to be an iconic black kind of comedy club or yeah. kind of spot where it was because it's a workout room and that's right. what it is it's sort of like the Apollo meets friends cheers you know mm. <laughs> yeah and yeah. the camera's back then it's funny and it's and it's PG-13 got Tammy Townsend Brum Man Lil oh, I love Tammy Townsend she's killing it she owns it she's killing it man yeah yeah we, we did a screening like about a month ago and it, it's flying colors it's PG-13 people are in how'd you do a screening and I helped you and I didn't know about that screening I didn't know about the screening I didn't know about the screening the producers tried they booked a theater it was I thought private. you was a producer. Yeah. But, you know, they, I, I didn't pay for the film like they did. Oh, got to do it. <laughs> oh, the theater, the book. Oh, you was that producer. Yeah, I was that producer. I got you the talent. I waved my fee and got right. them to drop this down. I right. paid some people out of my pocket. Right. Yeah, but, you know, but do who put in the overall budget? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they, they did it, and it was it was just, it was just a good thing, though. So, so it was when, a good thing to see it big and in front of, like, 
80% of the people that had nothing to do with the film. Right. So you get like a real reaction from other um, folks that wasn't. Yeah. Right. It was beautiful. When is that released? When is that? When is that? Gonna you know what? It's uh, we it's we made it for like a TV movie. It's not gonna come out. So we trying to we flipping it into either Netflix or right. I I, I got to deal with this universe channel. Okay, it's like a streaming channel. Yeah, and it's my own channel called Forever Funny. Right. Forever Funny TV. Okay, so I'm putting you know like own or like NBC. Uh, right. So just like in, I'm putting Michael Blackson being Michael Blackson, I got like 10, 12 shows, and I'm lining up to put around the clock on it. Um. If it doesn't go on there, then it's either Netflix or Urban Movie Channel or TV One or something like that. Right. Nice. But then, but then I have a, you know, because I got a horror movie with Vivica in, in Miami called Keepers. <laughs> That's a horror. She's a slasher. She's killing people. We dating, and we going. I go. She let me go on a date with somebody else. Fine, and I chose the other girl instead of her. And she started Aww. killing everybody. <laughs> <place. laughs> Slashing man. Hilarious. Like some nightcrawler stuff. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then there's Noodles. Noodles is like ATL meets, um, like uh. uh the Wire. Okay. And it's, Whoa. You know, yeah. So Who's in that funny. one? That's uh, I play a cop, Tori Hart, and myself. We play detectives. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Got like you know, got some of that New York undercover feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's set in Milwaukee. The uh, young Goody Two Shoes girl, Little JJ plays dope dealer, get locked up. He oh, tried to get I haven't seen Little JJ in a long time. Yeah. He, yeah he, actually, I got some pictures. Yeah. He got the dreads going, and hmm. you know he ain't, he ain't Little JJ no more. Right. So he's trying to get his little Goody Two Shoes girlfriend to run his product while he locked up and she getting jacked messing up the business <laughs> for getting paid and you know and I we want to know so noodles is you know all the lives that, in these noodles she got herself noodles that's coming in there while he's doing it so it's a little, some little young stuff okay music in it a little cool stuff um and then there's uh Joe Torrey POV and then there's I did a uh, perfectly single too that's that's a that's a nice one with uh Omar Gooden okay and um Olga uh um Dominique Perry and uh Erica Butler Okay. And yeah, that's a. I play, you know, we're a couple. We're just like a couple movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, couples trying to get the young girl married, and they wonder why we ain't married. I'm about to get married, you know, but we, I'm the freaky couple. We're like the freaky couple. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, they're, you know, and then before, you know, she's like, when are you going to get married? What are you doing this stuff? So I'm wondering why she's so freaky. So I started counting up all, the, you know, how long we've been together. And I started asking her after sex one time, you know, like, you know, what. You know, when did you start? You know, when you first started having sex, she's like, I got 15. I was like, man, man, that's kind of young. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I counted up the times, you know, <laughs> between 15 and 21 you had. And you're like, well, I'm a national neighborhood. And I count up times that we've been together six years. I'm like, man, that's been 75. Man. <laughs> I, I, I started breaking the math. Breaking all the way down. down. <laughs> Don't let me start counting your bodies. Right, <laughs> right. You've been with 4,732 women. I can't forget what I said, but the way they had it written, it was just like, Countdown, but it's perfect. So it's, it's like four to five different things where I'm totally different characters, right? You know, and, oh. and all of them because I play a father in a workout room. I got a daughter that's getting married on the biggest day, my biggest day. I got a comedy show, and she's getting married, and I'm trying to pull both of them off without telling her on the same the same day. <laughs> you know oh, let's see how that works. Um, yeah. Any plans for um, a comedy? A, uh, you know, you've seen all these comedians that are getting these you yeah, know, yeah, comedy yeah, specials yeah, yeah. and yeah. Netflix and that's, stuff. And that's the thing. And, that's and, the thing because I got the, my universe deal. So it's it's to drive my channel. But if not, I, you'll see me on either Netflix or Amazon. Right. I'm already in talks with them. And I'm already working with, you know, a bunch of people that are producers that are working with Dave Chappelle right now. Yeah. So we're working on uh, Joe Toy POV, Past, Present, and Future. I've been filming myself for the last 27 years. So okay. I got some vintage footage. Right. Mm. You know, Anthony Bourdain style. You know what I'm saying? Ah. I was selfie man before they had selfies. Right. And it's me all over the world in Korea and everything I shot with some of the most iconic stars and most iconic events from the Million Man March to now. Right. Oh. You know, oh, so. Uh, Man March. Yeah, to Def Jam back scenes. I got, I got so much stuff. I've been oh. a filmmaker, you know, so we're putting it, you know. All the footage the, and all everything. All the footage, yeah. yeah. Kind of documentary. Reality, you know, back in time. That's why it's called Joe Torrey POV, my point of view, past, uh-huh. present, and future. Right. Um, how was it going on tour with your brother? I mean, it, you know, back in the day, it used to be kind of rough sometimes. Because, you know, we, you know, you got to stay in your lane. Yeah. And, <laughs> and how do you your styles different on stage? Like, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm older and uh, I experience more things. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? My brother, he's more, my brother's more physical. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely physical. Right. I'm like, I'm, I can just sit in a chair and just, you know, Bill Cosby, sit there and crack jokes and I ain't got to jump up. And my brother's going to 
bring you on stage. You know, he's more active. He's more like Dick Van Dyke. You know, trip uh-huh. over and fall down. Right, and, You right. know, make his, contort his face and do all the physical stuff. I ain't, I ain't doing all that. Got to pull my pants up in my butt and, you know, <laughs> right. turning flips to make you funny and putting on skates. I ain't trying to make you laugh like that. Right. I mean, I mean, not like physically. I can make you laugh mentally. So yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And, that, and that's where we differ. Right. And I, and I got a life. You know what I'm saying? And, and he don't? <laughs> well, I got wife and kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I got those stories. You yeah. got them stories, man. It's a whole other world. Right, And that's right. what you said would change me back then and there because I'm not that. single no more. Got you. So now Makes I can talk sense. to everybody and yeah. I identify with that. Right. And I don't have a daughter and I understand women so I can tell jokes in a certain way. Yeah. Because I understand it. Otherwise, I'm shooting in the dark. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you can't just say something because you just understand it because you got sisters. No. Raise a woman. Yeah. And then, you know, or be one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So shut up if you ain't got both. So my brother can't tell me that my raising kids. Right, He's right. A terrible uncle. Right. <laughs> you know we don't see you. I got no gifts from you. You don't come through. <laughs> I'm saying he's a, he's a My oldest son I almost, died. I almost had to put My oldest one off On me one time <laughs> I don't know I don't know Who the hell first My son or my brother <laughs> oh, Hilarious um, um, You have a very Distinctive voice Have you thought Of doing any animation Yeah yeah I do I do have a um, Joe Torres Barbershop Shells Dummy Barbershop Tales um, Bug City I, I wrote a bunch of Animation projects That I'm doing pretty dope yeah you're doing a bunch over there you're doing a bunch of stuff yeah man I'm trying to be the Costco mini Costco's of entertainment so I'm just (laughs) (laughs) right projects putting them together if not creating them myself um, and then taking other people's projects that you know that Hollywood don't think you know need a chance mm -hmm, and putting it out there because we need content right all these very real streams of um of, of mediums that for entertainment you need they need content man and there's some terrible stuff out there you ain't never that lie. I know that you know um, you know you get some money and get a sponsor and I I know it now I know the game now too much so I don't I don't really particularly need to you know stay around there and play on the doors and go on auditions and knock on all, just make I just make blue magic right that's what I call myself blue magic there it is. You know what I'm saying? Like the Denzel movie. It's I already that, know. I got, the that Denzel blue got that blue magic. Got that blue magic. And it ain't going to cost you that much. Right. <laughs> it's going to make you feel real good for a long time. So <laughs> with that being said and you doing a lot, you know, a lot of your own projects, do you are you still getting um, offers to come and do to audition or are you just getting stuff that folks specifically want you? Like how is well, that part it, It's funny because the main and most of the stuff I've got, I've, I have not, I didn't audition for. Okay. My resume is long. Right. It's like, I, you know, the audition stuff, I got, me. you know, I think I maybe got 50% of the stuff I auditioned on. Okay. But, I don't, but normally, you know, people call me up and tell me they want me in it. You know what I'm saying? Or I see him in Subway. Yeah, store. right. <laughs> or, or otherwise not, but I don't, I don't do the audition thing. Okay. Unless you call me in or for a commercial. Or I'll do it because my kids do it now or for something big. You right. Know, you know what I'm saying? And my kids do it now. So I'm like, I got to kind of, you know, let them see me, you know, kind of, you know, go through the same kind of like regimen they have to go to. Right, right. But otherwise, that man, you know, you, you, like John Singleton, we saw he tried to work me into snow and all this other stuff, but just didn't work out. No, it's, it's still there. It's still it just, right. Yeah, it just how is snow? You know what? I, I actually wanted to see, and I, I haven't gotten a chance. What is snowfall? Right? Snowfall. snowfall. Yeah, yeah, snowfall. Oh, yeah. So okay. you see people there, but it's got to fit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like real husbands, you know, Kevin Hart thing. It's yeah, like they all trying to fit me in there, but it's like okay, but. You know, you can't be nobody else but Joe Torrey. So. Right. <laughs> so how do we, yeah. How do we fit that in? You there? actually would be you know good in that cast. Well, yeah, but I think and, you and, get that and that's probably the point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hence, why you haven't been on there yet? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't on there. <laughs> that's totally. Oh no, can we get our shine on? Right? Ain't you had yours already? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Now, I love. I play golf with all them cats, and I'm glad that uh, there's mediums like that for everybody to get their shine. Yeah. Um, Joe, you are you heavy on social media? Yeah. How, how do folks find you? Uh, Instagram, Joe Torrey, Big J. You know, Facebook is Joe Torrey. I think Twitter is Joe Torrey1, the number one. You that's it. That's all I do. That's it. You're not a Black Planet? No. No. Farmersonly.com. The Farmersonly.com kills farmers me when I see it. Farmersonly.com. Have you? That? You've never that seen that ridiculous. commercial? Yeah. It's hilarious. I don't, I mean. But I mean, not, you know, what, I, am I, I don't, what am I doing on that? Yeah. No, <laughs> I, 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 it just, I ask everybody that because when I see the commercial, it just like trips me out. Yeah, I've seen actual billboards for it. Really? They got billboards now. Like Central California where all the farmers are. Right. 
hilarious. Have you it's, seen the billboards for Sugar Babies? No, what's Sugar Babies? Okay, so Sugar Babies is the Sugar Baby, I know, was a candy, or that was Sugar Daddy, yeah, right? Sugar Daddy. Sugar, sugar yeah. Baby, no, that's Sugar Babies. Both of them. So right. Sugar Babies, and which were the little, little like And, and then it was a tap. And was Sugar a t- Daddy was right. the actual bar. Right. Sugar Babies are the girls that are looking for Sugar Daddy. Oh, wow. And what is that? What is it? Sugarbaby.com or something? Yeah. Yeah. They're all up and down Hollywood. Oh, so free. I know what you're going to be on tonight. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You'll be on sugardaddy.com. Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, How do you ahead. feel about these young cats coming out? So, you, like you said, you talk to DC on yeah. fly, and like all these cats are like wilding out, and they're using social media to make their presence. So, how do you feel about that? I mean, I, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, you got an avenue to you know to to build your your um your star. Dumb. I mean, uh, it's if you can back it up when you go see you live, that's a different thing. Right. Because a lot of people have an audience where. You know, they go out and it's like, okay, it ain't no editing, it's comedy, and, you know, you're getting booed off stage. Right. But some people like, you know, DC Young Fly, he's, he's a student of the game. So, you know, he sits back and studies, man. You know, he comes early, watches, asks questions, he's a real cool dude. And, you know, people, you know, every, you know, every, everybody don't want it. Mm-hmm. And that will let you know how long you're going to be in the business. So, you know, but some of the young cats that they, that's not intimidated to come up, like Lil Rails and some of these cats I see all the time, I'm happy for it, man. I mean, you know, it's... How can't you be happy if somebody else has got a job? Yeah, I mean, right. you, like I said, I play my own, I play my own song, so I'm, it's not that crab in a barrel or I should have had that type of thing. I mean, I you know when I was coming up, um, you know people were you know I got stuff right away. I was I was out here a year, not even a year, and I was into this and doing this. But I you know that's because I was educated and I had a plan. I put myself in the right places. I prayed a lot. You know what I'm saying? I spoke it into existence, and I you know and I, and I mess around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm not just messing around with this. So I came out how to do this. I wrote, you know, I got A's on my speech, you know, papers in class. Right. So I, I'm, I'm educated out here. And that's why it didn't take me long because I was organized. Um, with other people, I just try to help them be that way. But, I'm, you know, I'm never intimidated, you know, because if you keep a door open, that's a door for somebody else, somebody else to come through mm-hmm. and, and for you to lay your own route. Right. You can't right. do it by closing it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's how I always been, man. But, um, what? One question I want to ask before we get out of here. And I know, we, I know you said that... Uh, you know your encounter with Robin Harris first time, and you're not intimidated. But is who was the 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 one comedian that just if it was one, you just like I know I can come after him, but damn, I really don't want to. Like who's just the one that? I mean, it's a, it's that, a lot of them. Rob, back in the day it was Robin. It could be Tommy. It could be you know it, it's it's just psyche. It's a psyche, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's a psyche. It's it's. Do you have enough jokes, or what do you think the the crowd is feeling? Because I've seen it happen where everybody went on, all the heavy hitters went on one night, and then they brought on this dude who was <laughs> wasn't cussing, didn't cuss. He went on at the end. I forgot his name. He was in the movie with me too. Um, Tales in the Hood. Um, he came up and did straight jokes, and it was nothing that nobody else has talked about that night. Right. And, Rushed. And killed Cause everybody's like What you about to do Right <laughs> Right Didn't right. cuss Had a routine Hit him with him In the comedy act theater In the hood Wow And it's just you know But I also seen Martin Be physical And then one night He was sick And I was like Oh he ain't gonna be that funny uh-huh. He can't move He has sick And he just Man man Martin just You know Shifted to another gear mm-hmm. and, and you couldn't tell Right So it's kinda like You find those masks When you see those moments you know what I mean? You you don't really be intimidated by him. You kind of take on that cloak your own when you win it. So it's like you, you know. To me, anyway, I'm I'm not. So I come behind anybody. It don't matter Bernie Mac and all of them. I used, I used to have to come behind everybody. Right. I used to be the headliner. So <laughs> right. I used to love the host because I used to get mad because I used to be the headliner. And I'm like, man, I can't get drunk as I want to. <laughs> I can't get, I wait for the end of the night. Everybody went through all these jokes, so I was always prepared to come and just. Whatever they talked about, smash them. The Bruce Bruces, the Arnage guys, or whoever's out there. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock. Because they didn't want me to come in front of them. Right, right. They, that's, they, that's, that was a no-no. Because you're making it that much harder for them. Oh, no, yeah. It was like, Joe Torrey is not going in front of me. That right. was that was, that was was the thing. Right. And if it did, it was like, you know, save me some. And then I'm like, and I, and I always, <laughs> save me some. No, and, and my thing was, no, if I'm not the headliner, then I'm not going to try to kill the stage. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do my little 10 minutes, do my time, warm me up, punch you up, set you up, and hand it off. Right. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. And you'll see, DL, the people got stories when they're staying there. Saying, you the headliner, I'm, I'm going to get you right. Right. I right. was the first headliner for Def Jam. Right. I warmed up all them crowds with Martin. Wow. wow. And they taped 
like three or four of them. Right, right. Because <laughs> it was just that fun. But I was just working on material because I wasn't going on to like seven and nine at night. I was a headliner on the biggest show that night. Mm-hmm. So they would start shows at one, two, three, four. So I'd have time to just work on my stuff. And people stuff. were nervous and right. have the band on. And, you know, by that time you got to my show, I was like, what? I'm wet. Right. <laughs> Jump <I'm> wet. <laughs> I know it worked. I ain't standing in New York. Out here. <laughs> you for real. But, the, you know, hey, man, there's an opportunity you should have took. And right. then I sat back there punching up everybody's jokes. Right. That went out there to make it TV ready. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people were scared. Because right. Bernie Mac was really scared. So that's wow. why when he said, I ain't scared of you, but he was really scared. Man, that man, if you, that New York audience, man, that man, boo. What? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was, that was a different type of, especially if you weren't from New York. Right. Yeah. AM Caffeine Show. I want to thank my man, Joe Torrey, for finally coming Yo. and rocking with us, man. Cool cat. Legendary. Legendary. Hey, Joe hey, hey. Torrey. Uh, once again, Jay, let them know how they can find you if you want to keep up with Joe Torrey. Know about the four or five releases that he has coming out, all the movies that he's been working on, producing. How can they find you again, Jay? Uh, always on Facebook. You know that. Joe Torrey. Um, fan. I got the fan page. I got my own page. Uh, Instagram is Joe Torrey, Big J. And uh, Twitter is Joe Torrey one J-O-E-T-O-R-R-Y. AM Caffeine. AM Caffeine Show. I want to thank my man Joe Torrey on behalf of the AM Caffeine Show crew. Hey, guys. And then the legendary in the building, dog. Legend, Another legendary in the building. Yeah. Gosh dang it. AM Caffeine Show. Uh, we'll be back on Friday uh, with nobody. It's going to take me a minute to get somebody to follow Joe Torrey. Right. right. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> you just got to let it simmer. Let it marinate. Let, let, it, let it marinate. Yeah. AM Caffeine Show. You guys enjoy your day. Uh, we up out of here and like we always do about this time. Marlo, you got to say it with us before we get up out of here, crew. In, in your mouth! mouth! There it is. Oh, I see it on the side of your mouth. Hey! Easy. Oh, my goodness. Time's up. 